Hey everybody, welcome back to the Home Care and Assisted Living Business Series podcast. Um, we're going to do something a little different today. I haven't posted in a while. Um, I'm going to share some um, uh, uh, um, some intimacy today, a little backstory, um, show my underbelly a little bit so you guys can know who you're dealing with, who you're listening to, who you're checking with. So um, what I'm going to share with you guys today is a, is a, is a snippet Um of the book that I'm currently publishing, um, the some of the audio from the uh, ghostwriting process. So, going to share that with you guys. Um, hope you enjoy it. Um, feel free to share it. Reach out to me, comment. Um, however, and let me know how what you guys think about it, and we'll uh, catch you on the next one. Peace. So let's see. You are on chapter seven. And the birth of the idea. And what I wrote next to this is steps to start your, the steps to the start of our business. I put that because this really is about how you guys started. Um, not just the, the stuff like in the last chapter, I don't know if you read it yet, but it has, um, you know, where you say, yeah, we went out and we had to do um, logos and websites and stuff like that. So in this chapter, you're going to get a little more detailed about those pieces. Okay. Okay. And then the other piece that I thought of when I was um, uh, bringing this chapter up was self-care. And so, I don't know, I don't know if it's self-care, but I don't know mm-hmm. if a lot of people think about that um, when they're doing, uh, when they're launching out, you know, or trying to yeah. get their business stuff together. So I want to like kind of get from you ways that you integrated that if you did or not, you know, what you yeah. were thinking in that area, because I think it's important, especially with having a mindset um, protecting that mindset that um, you have and how do you protect it? Cause there's times like I, I know I get overwhelmed and I'm like, well, and it's not just with trying to do a business, but it's, it's all the other stuff in life that kind of creeps in and you just get overwhelmed because you're trying mm-hmm. to do a lot of things. So there has to be a method of um, refreshing yourself or, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, keeping the spirit alive. So for your introduction, let's talk about, um, I think it's a good spot. Cause I heard you say something before about your grandfather. Mm-hmm. And so what I'm interested in, when you think about birthing an idea, um, first, what comes to your mind? Um, when I first, um, usually again, it's just the 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 uh, the the possibility of it actually, you know, being successful. And um, mm-hmm. I feel like we talked, we touched on it quite a bit last last chapter. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it's just the, the the feasibility of you know, you know, the track record. And do I feel like this is something that I can devote the time that I feel like is 
any idea to to come to, to come to fruition. So mm-hmm. um, it's about feasibility and do I do I feel like I have the capacity to devote the time and you know the you know the, and the energy that, that it's going to take to bring that thing to to reality. When you talk yeah. about self care, when you had mentioned self care. The first thing I thought about was, uh, and then you said you made the self-care and then the mindset and mm-hmm. how do you keep that refreshing, you know, that motivation, that excitement in the, in the face of, you know, when life happens in the face of things, just, just life doesn't stop just because you want to start a business. Life doesn't stop just because you want to mm-hmm. become an entrepreneur. People are still going to pass. Mm-hmm. You know, you're still going to be faced with the daily troubles of, you know, of just being on this earth. So um, mm-hmm. it's a matter of insulation is very important. And it's uh, surrounding yourself by like minded individuals at all costs. Um, and if you can't do that, it's just total insulation until you can. Um, and the only time that I would take information in. It's, it's, I was called. I call myself a, a, a blind optimist, and a lot of people don't agree with that idea. Mm-hmm. But I believe in it because I it was I was a blind optimist by, you know, for survival. Like it had to work, mm-hmm. and that's just, this is the mind state it was in. And I always, I always uh, position my life, my life, my current lifestyle against. Um, prison or the homeless shelter because I don't feel like I have any other options. So like I have to, everything that I put myself in it has to work. I have to win. So I'm a blind optimist. And when you think about self-care, the first thing that came to my mind was the lack thereof, because in the beginning, there's really no self-care. And if you, you know, if you, if you like talk to early, early startup, early entrepreneurs, early people in their, you know, beginning of their businesses, Mm-hmm. The excitement overrides, you know, the need for certain things, you know, that you would mm-hmm. think that you need like a healthy diet, um, mm-hmm. exercise, sleep, but, you know, and you, some, some of these things will get sacrificed. So self-care is something that you need to remember, but mm-hmm. it definitely be, you know, need to remember to implement into your daily routine because mm-hmm. in the beginning you can definitely um, find yourself working as I did, you know, 13, 15, 16 hours a day because mm-hmm. I was so intrigued, so excited, so uh, motivated mm-hmm. and so desperate at the same time for the stuff to actually work. So you mm-hmm. put the hours in, you, you'll do the reading, you'll do the thinking, you'll do the, you know, the sleepless nights, uh, mm-hmm. running numbers over and over and over again, looking at your bank accounts, wondering, if, mm-hmm. you know, looking at your bills. <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. um, it's a whole nother animal when you don't have a job. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? When you have kids and a family, and you have all these bills, created a lifestyle, but now mm-hmm. you have to maintain it. So, uh, yeah, self care can definitely be. So when you said self care, I, I I totally went. My mind went to, in a total different, the opposite direction of the lack thereof, because it was none. But you know, mm-hmm. now I see the older I get. And, you know, the more I've matured that, you know, you become, you become comfortable with the ebbs and flows, the ups and downs, 
of your business as an entrepreneur mm-hmm. because business is just like any other um thing it goes up and goes down and you have to you know you prepare your best you prepare for the best you know you don't get too high on the highs and you don't get too lows on the lows you try to stay even mm-hmm. and you try to you know create a lifestyle that's balanced so you can survive the lows and then when the highs come you don't lose yourself as far as like getting over over overextending yourself with your lifestyle just because your income is good this month or this six months or you'd have had a good year don't put yourself in a situation where you went you can't maintain that based on the historical lows that you've experienced you know what i mean so you got to kind of be smart in that aspect as well yeah no that makes perfect sense because I struggle with with that my, myself, like here in the beginning, just because there's some added things I have to do. But, you know, I, I'll push myself, you know, to try to get stuff. Um, and then I say, oh, man, maybe I should eat something healthy or I got to make sure I, I do try to walk like in the mornings. Like I'll have to get up early in the morning to do that if I want to do it. But it's um, just because that's my time for my mind to just kind of reset. Um, but, yeah, I totally get that first part. It's, and it makes sense for how much work it takes up front. But like you said in yours, it's uh, it's survival. Yeah, <laughs> and like, then, okay, um, I got to do this. So and then, and then another point when you were mentioning... Um, the mindset and i mm-hmm. said uh like-minded people in isolation so i wouldn't let certain so i have certain family members everybody has them certain friends mm-hmm. um they're real passive aggressive they real they say passive negative things to you man you sure that's gonna work man i don't you know, they, it's just you can't allow even a hint of negativity or doubt in your mind in those early stages because you're you're still nervous you know mm-hmm. and then if that stuff plants and you know starts to seed in your heart in your mind mm-hmm. you can um you can begin to be affected by it and start to mm-hmm. doubt your own movement so that's the importance yeah. of being isolated that's the importance of being sure that you're surrounded by like-minded people and just avoiding mm-hmm. even, you know, specific family members and friends or, you know, people who just have a, you know, a, um, low motivations or just negative mindset to where as though, to where as though, you know, um, you it could bring you down. Yeah. Very and, important. And did you have people, a lot of people that, We'll talk about the isolation in a minute because I think that piece is important too. But the like-minded people, there doesn't seem to be a lot of those people that yeah. think think like that or think like you even. Mm-hmm. And so how do you, um, did you have, a, were you surrounded by people like that or? So, was- um, so a couple of different things of how this could work for you. Um, the first thing you can do where what I did, I created a mastermind group when we were doing real estate. And I remember mm-hmm. telling you about the real estate millionaire mastermind and that right. ultimately created and brought to me to my own, you know, backyard, a group of like-minded people 
who wanted to talk about and think about the things that I was excited about and the things that I was interested in. So I had created that opportunity for myself, but then also there's multiple, there's many, there's many different, um, you can't go down. There's many different, um, networks online, like meetup.com, um, that have, mm -hmm. you know, entrepreneur groups, meetup groups, uh, small business groups. Mm -hmm. So then you have the, mm -hmm. the chambers of commerce, you have, uh, BNI Business Networking International. So there are uh, groups and opportunities in different organizations for like-minded mm -hmm. people. But when you're just getting started, you don't you're not aware. So the first thing to do is just mm -hmm. to, to open yourself up and not be afraid. And again, like I talked about when it comes to sales and marketing, it's and just getting started. It's about engaging new people. Come back. And, um, you know, engaging the public and then seeing what comes of it. You see what I mean? And, you know, mm -hmm. then you'll begin to, and not being afraid to, you know, once you shake hands and introduce yourself, um, follow up with, with good people that you meet in these events and these, in these networking events and these networking groups and stuff like that. That's the work when it comes to becoming, you know, surrounded by like-minded individuals. And also mm -hmm. that's, same work that you leverage into your business's ultimate success because these are the same people who are going to bring you ideas referrals and different opportunities for your business to become successful anyway so you have to um, mm -hmm. do this stuff anyway but is the, the so it happens to, it, it, it works in multiple ways in your in your to your advantage yeah I that's so true. The thing that I um, like is, the, well, you're, no. you're basically talking about uh, networking with these people. Yeah. Um, and yeah. it's funny to me that you could go to a conference or you could go to whatever, some organized group thing, and everybody's handing out their cards to each other and talking in that moment. And then you get home and you have all these business cards. And you don't hear from these people again. <laughs> you know? So it's, the, yeah. So and, and the thing is, who the winners? They 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 call everybody on that card. They set up lunches if they're out of state, mm -hmm. out of you know, out of the lo the immediate area. They set up mm -hmm. conference calls. They follow up. Those that's mm -hmm. the difference. Mm -hmm. Those are the yeah make the difference. Exactly. Exactly. So. So the East Port already bread. So, uh, all right. So that that really is good. I mean, that's some good stuff. Let me um, see. I did a mindset. You had mentioned. I'm gonna just try to get all the, the stuff that you said at the beginning of the call. You said the okay. website. So, mm -hmm. um, I had because of the network. I had you know these are some of the things that I learned because I was networking. And once we had created the thing, I had met a, 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 a website guy who was very popular for having cheap websites. He did a great job on my real estate website. And he, you know, I hired him again to do my um, home care website. That's how we got mm -hmm. the website done. You know, very affordable, like five, six hundred bucks. Um, mm -hmm. I knew I knew some of the back, you know, some of the basics of, of um, how to develop a website. And, and one thing I would suggest 
everything that you do or have done or implemented in your company, I would suggest you having at least a basic or general understanding of how it works. Don't outsource every piece of it to where as though you can't operate it. You can't run your own mm-hmm. website. You can't go in there and make a simple change if you have to. You don't want to be totally dependent on some outside source for any aspect of your business because it's because if at some point, you know, that doesn't go right, they have to, they can totally take your, you know, they could, for instance, take your whole website down or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You want to always maintain control over it. Obviously with your bookkeeping, um, your mm-hmm. finance, uh, your, your CRM, like your customer relationship management, when you talk about like your mm-hmm. software, keeping clients, leads, mm-hmm. um, and things like that, wherever you're storing that information. Uh, so these are some of the things you want to think about and not, you know, when you're getting it set up, you want to at least learn the basics. Um, you want to yeah. understand like the basics of setting up an LLC. What is an LLC? Just read the, you know, the articles that this, mm-hmm. this, you know, on the, um, SBA oh, yeah. just tell you yeah. the general fake breakdown of what these things are, what they do, you know, sit down with your bank. Um, when your when your banker opens up a bank account, open up your business bank account with your LLC, um, and get a general understanding of what's the difference between a business bank account, um, and a personal bank account. Um, what's the benefits? What's the, you know, the uh, drawbacks or whatever, if there are any. Um, a EIN number. So these are some of the things again that we were having to do for ourselves in the beginning. What's the what's the importance of uh, employee identification number. What does that look like? What does that mean? What does that mean to the IRS? And all of this stuff mm-hmm. is the early leg that you need to do as an entrepreneur to understand what you're getting yourself into and not just hire a, a, an accountant or a bookkeeper or a CPA to just handle all that for you, but you still not have a general understanding. You see what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, I totally get that. And I, I, I agree with it, too. You should have a general idea. At least do your research and understand how all the stuff fits and works. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So that's that's kind of like where we got, how we got, you know, the, the basic stuff up and running. It was just us and, you know, just doing the early legwork on our own in the beginning. <laughs> Yeah, I'm putting that part under planting the seed because I think it works um, with just doing those basic things. Those are basic um, ideas. I Well, groundwork. That's the groundwork of putting it together. Just formulating that. And then, let's see. Right <laughs> Visualize, okay. So with that, um, you told me about the mindset and the self-care piece, which is great. And that put that under nourishing your seed. And then you gave me that. I also want to go, let me start here. Let me see. Let me ask you this question. So do you feel like, and I probably asked you some form of this question before, but I just want to clarify when you have your ideas, especially when you started this business of the home care 
and yes, you were putting everything out there and doing all that. When you sat down, maybe at some point and thought about it, did you, were you ever thinking of it being like a seed planted or, or was you thinking and like, we're just going to do this business? How was you affiliating that with what you had learned? I'm trying to think. Um, so let me see um, if I can ask it a better way. Okay. So I'm thinking about legacy, where my okay. my mind is headed, but I'm getting ahead of myself. Okay. <laughs> so I'm trying to back it up and say, you know, here is the beginning of legacy. And it started from somewhere, even though no one probably said those exact words to you and said, I'm giving you this for you to, um, as a gift, if someone's How would you describe your knowledge and how you began that process um, of planting this seed? And it's it's doesn't have to be, it's probably something you're not totally aware of or would put it in those same words, but it's something that you've probably been doing all along, even in your other life, um, and never recognize it as... Um, a start or a, a energy or um, the momentum, you know, it takes a lot to, to, to plant something and expect growth. So that's what I'm trying to, to get, if that makes any sense. You know what I mean? Hello? Can you hear me? No. <laughs> Can you hear me? You blinked out. You blinked okay. out. I, I didn't yeah. talk. I, I just kept saying, "Can you hear me? Can you hear me?" Um, oh. I was saying when you first, when I first got started, it was always like, it was like you, like you said, if you want to use like the, the 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 seed analogy, it was like constant nourishment. Like once is once we was committed, it was like okay, I'm all in. It's just like water, 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 whatever kind of you know, other nutrition or whatever type of energy or uh, attention that was needed, we, I put it in. So it wasn't, it was never like a, it was never like a, a philosophical moment. It was always just work, just do everything, learn as much as I can, take massive action. That was always the thinking. The more action we take, the more results we're going to get. And that's how I always operated. Massive action leads to massive results. So um, that was the that was the energy. And um, I guess when I when you start to think about legacy um, mm -hmm. and things like that, you you know it's more it, that didn't really come until I had my first child with with Dale, my ex. So mm -hmm. uh, I really started to think about okay. Um, Obviously, we was already in the business because mm -hmm. we named it after her. So at mm -hmm. that point, it was like, okay, the first part of the first piece was like, I want to be in a good community. So mm -hmm. um, I started thinking about school districts, um, you know, where we're going to live, you know, private schools and things like that. But mm -hmm. I knew all of that was a result of the, the hard work 
the uh, consistency and the massive action that we was taking to to make sure that the business was going to be successful. Yeah. So those were things that were kind of you were focused in on as a uh, planning. Um, yeah, and the planning, I mean, it wasn't like I had, I didn't have like a five-year plan. I didn't have a, mm-hmm. you know, 10-year plan at the, at that point. Um, I had gained one once, like, a, I would say about a year or two, maybe like the second mm-hmm. year when I felt like we were kind of stabilizing and it was like a real thing. I started mm-hmm. looking into like uh, other investments, like I said, within the umbrella, like uh, the assisted living, even though we didn't do it till much later. I was mm-hmm. thinking about it because I was becoming aware of different opportunities in this realm. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Um, with the the nourishing piece, though, so it sounds like you're saying you guys, um, you just did a lot of action things as far as nourishing, like when you think about feeding feeding the process you just made sure you were up on researching um doing what it takes to keep things running um stuff like that and then we talked about the mindset and the self-care so i don't know um i was gonna get into the isolation piece a little bit um how does that fit with nourishing and keeping your mindset is it just saying Go ahead. It's just being um, conscious of who you surround yourself with and, and oh, people okay. that you don't want to be around. It's not like you you just isolating yourself from, like I said, like a like a negative environment. You know what I mean? You're just keeping yourself in uh-huh. in the right state of mind by way of environment and the type of people you ha- allow access to. <clears throat> And the, and the things that you and consume how would you, as well. Uh, but, you, but you also want to think about consumption. Exactly. Like TV, radio, music, things like that. I would only listen to things that's going to uplift me. Um, it's certain hip-hop music that just makes me feel good, makes me want to work, makes me want to uh-huh. challenge myself. It makes me, it, it pushes me. Certain artists do that. Like when you think uh-huh. of a Drake or a Jay-Z, you know what I mean? These kind of dudes. Exactly. music excites me, inspires me. Um so things where you know you 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 know there's there's opposites to that as well that people that just talk about the 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 the, the horrors and the, the 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 problems and all the things that's going wrong in, in in your own in your own consumption of like entertainment music uh tv and things like that all of these things play a big part not just the people that in your daily life but the but the actual consumption of anything whether it's entertainment literature uh, music, however you, whatever you consume. <clears throat> yeah, I totally agree with that. That's good, cause I, you know, you gotta watch what you're. You know, people always say, "Oh, well, it's um, it's okay, you know, to do certain things," but I look at certain things as distractions, especially in the face of, um, if you're doing, if you, if you're saying, "Hey, I want to," um. If your biggest complaint is, I I need to get my business going, I need to do this and do that, and then most of the time you're vegging out on TV or you're doing something that's really not um, feeding the process, it could just yeah. be like sitting up, vegging out on Facebook 
or doing some other thing that you do that doesn't really feed you in a positive way. And, mm-hmm. you know, some people are okay with that, you know, in the, in light of saying, yeah, yeah some people, tomorrow, I mean, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of people. And I, and I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's a process. Like in the early stages, for me, mm-hmm. I was highly motivated. I was super motivated. Now, I can, it's just not as easy to get motivated. But uh, yeah. it's definitely important to understand that, you know, it's a difference in people, you know, people saying things and doing things. It's two different things. A lot of people say they want to start a business. And I say it's a difference between one. If we, everybody got what they wanted, <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Nobody would want anything. But it's this. Yeah. It's when it's, it's a must. It's a must that you drink some water when you get dehydrated, or you're gonna you go to you're not gonna be able to think about nothing else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? When you're really mm-hmm. hungry, you're starving. Like, hold on, you mm-hmm. can't think about <laughs> Facebook when you're starving. You know what exactly. I mean? So when it becomes a must, you're gonna do it. But until then, it's not really a must. Oh, I'm, my grandmother gonna let me um, stay on her couch for a couple more weeks. I ain't gotta do nothing right now. So you know, it's not really mm-hmm. a big deal. But if you're in the homeless shelter fighting over a bunk, yeah. you know what I mean? Trying exactly. to get to the line first. It's like, okay, I got to figure something out. So this yeah. is the this is the mindset difference when you get people who say they want to start businesses and they doing this and, you know, they looking for different things and different reasons. So your, 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 your motivations change. Your, you know, your, 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 your reasons change. Your, your why changes. <clears throat> And what about if you're not at that spot? What if what if you're just you know like I used to say, and I don't you know I don't say it to a lot of people now because I don't really talk to a lot of people, but the urgency. So the urgency is not from um, just being like I'm going to starve if I don't do this. The urgency for me is I got to get this out of me. You know I got to live these dreams. and I think, like what you're saying, what I feel like I feel you're saying is when you're comfortable, you know, there's no urgency to be, to do, to work very hard. You know, it's like, well, I can do that next week. I missed the window, so I'm just going to go over here and do something else, you know. Um, yeah, and that's, that's, that's definitely, yeah, that's the case. If there's no urgency, it's not going to happen. It's not really real. So, uh, you, 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 you know, that's who we're talking to the people who, you know, are urgent and we're trying to get them some, you know, some encouragement to keep going. The people who just casual, we really can't help them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Because they're going to be casual. They're going to be, oh, they entertain you. Then the next thing you know, they doing something else and they basket weaving one day, then they doing something else. And it's like, they're not interested, you know, and that's really the mo- the majority of society. And we got to be okay with that. We got to be okay with our friend, fa- family being like that. A lot of our family members are going to exist like that. A lot of the mm-hmm. people that we know are going to exist like that. But when it comes to team, like uh, confidants, um, you know, close friends, like you mm-hmm. can't, if you want to have some kind of success or, or greatness, you have to go beyond. You got to make sure that inner circle is not casual. They're not, you know, just 
you know, casual or, you know, just once in a while, you know, they, they think about it. They get excited here and there. You have to have people around you who have that urgency. And I have two, and I've been blessed with two guys from my childhood, both of mm -hmm. which I used to hustle with. So mm -hmm. 